from St. Louis Public Radio. This is St. Louis on the Air. I'm Elaine Cha. That's what it sounded like this morning as students and staff returned to Central Visual and Performing Arts High School. On October 24, 2022, a shooter forced his way onto the campus shared by CVPA and Collegiate School of Medicine and Bioscience. The assailant killed a student and a teacher and injured several others before police fatally shot him. Central Visual and Performing Arts students spent weeks out of class immediately after the shooting. And today, after many weeks of virtual learning, teachers and staff joined students in returning to their home campus in South St. Louis. Here to talk about what she observed this morning as CVPA community members entered their school building is Kate Grumke, St. Louis Public Radio education reporter. Kate, welcome. Thanks for having me. So we just heard that cheering in the introduction. What else about the mood can you share about this morning's reopening of the CVPA campus? Overall, I think the mood was kind of a homecoming. It was very welcoming. The staff and family members and alumni went above and beyond to help the students feel excited about being back at school. They had a red carpet rolled out, and the students were walking through basically a a hype group just cheering for them, and they went through um, an arch of yellow and black balloons, the colors of CVPA, and as each bus pulled up with more kids, the cheers would just start anew, and they were getting high fives, and I think a lot of the students at first looked nervous as they got off the bus, Mm -hmm. and then they just broke into smiles as they saw the people there ready to welcome them. And this was happening early in the morning, right? How early was it starting? So the first students started to arrive before sunrise. So it's a very early day. But luckily, the students only have half days for the next two weeks to kind of help ease the transition. So Mm -hmm. the day starts early, but they'll be done early too. Now, one of the reasons it's taken two and a half months to reopen the campus is security and other physical space improvements that have been made at CVPA. What do those improvements include? Yeah, so at CVPA, a few things have changed. Um, They've added additional security officers, and specifically now there are some armed security officers. Before, there were only armed security officers that were part of kind of a response team. They weren't based at the school. They also replaced more than 160 interior doors, so lots of doors replaced. They've replaced a lot of windows. They also installed additional cameras throughout the school. So they're really trying to up the security and help the students feel secure as they go back. And there's also been an increased police presence in the neighborhood around Tower Grove area. Mm -hmm. And I think I read that there are also murals that have been Yeah, so on top of that, there are some just kind of happier things like a fresh coat of paint, new lights, and then artists have put in murals in the school to help the kids feel safe. And when you mentioned alumni coming in, it really sort of brings to bear the the community effects and uh, impacts of what had happened. Now, a CVPS family generously agreed to have you follow them on this first day. It's the second first day back um, to campus. What stood out to you about the way they went on um, through their morning? 
Yeah, so I met Yuriski Velazquez Vera for the first time right after the shooting. We actually ran into each other in Tower Grove Park, and I saw her and her mom, um, and they wanted to talk to me. And so I stayed in touch with them and asked them if it would be okay if I just talked to them about how they're feeling about going back. And so Yuriski is a sophomore at CBPA, and this is a school for artists. So she's a dancer, and that's one way that she's kind of been processing her feelings over the last few months. She said she's just been dancing and listening to music 24-7. But she was really nervous about today. And I was with her as she got ready for school this morning, and she said that she was worried about how she was going to feel being back in the school, especially because it was somewhere that was so positive for her, and now she has negative feelings. And she actually was in Jean Kushka's class when the shooter killed Jean Kushka. So Mm -hmm. she saw her teacher get shot. And so she's dealing with a lot of really tough feelings about that. So it's quite a thing for her to be going back to the school. And there are some students, as I understand, who made the decision this morning whether they would return or not. Right. There are some number of students that are going to stay virtual. We don't know the exact number yet because St. Louis Public Schools officials said they think some people are going to make that decision later, maybe in the moment. Now, you were talking about this morning, um, those who've gone back, staff, faculty, support from alumni. Um, What was different, though, between something I referred to earlier There's the first day back in August of 2022. This is another kind of first day back. Is there anything sort of beyond some of what you've shared about anxiety um, that you picked up on as you were watching what was happening this morning? I think the feeling was from the adults that were there was one of trying to project strength for the students. So I think... um, They actually have tried to celebrate their students as they come back to school, even before the shooting. So I'm not sure that um, cheering for students as they come back is necessarily new for this school. They they love to applaud their students, I think. But um, the the adults that were there were trying to kind of lead by example, even though they're also going through some really tough emotions. And one person who I talked to, Keisha Akers, is Alexandria Bell's mom. Alexandria Bell is the young lady who was killed in the shooting as well. And she said that she was there because, as she said, I still have kids at this school. She considers all of the kids at the school her kids. And so she wanted to be there to see them off, to support them, even though she was dealing with very tough emotions around that. But she said that seeing them go into the school, it was it was lifting her spirits. That is, um, it's touching. <laughs> um, what provisions have been made to help students and their families continue to manage the emotional and psychological aftermath of the shooting. So there are going to be counselors available to the students, and a number of organizations have actually volunteered counselors so that they can have extra people on staff. There were also service dogs there today to help the students feel better. And um, especially for Yuriski, who I talked to, she said she's definitely going to try to take advantage of that because she only had the opportunity to talk to a counselor once between the shooting and now. So she still is looking for some professional help, and hopefully she'll be able to get that at school. And then there are also some things that are changing now that mental health is going to be such a concern for the kids. So they're still going to have to do active shooter drills, which is something that you don't think about for kids that have actually been through that. But They're going to have the support staff through SLPS on hand to help them do that in a kind of trauma-informed way to make sure that it's not triggering for the students, even though they're still going to have to practice. 
Kate Grumke is the education reporter here at St. Louis Public Radio. Thank you for providing us a glimpse into what CVPA students and staff experienced this morning on their first day back. Thanks for having me. Today's episode was produced by Alex Hoyer with audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our production intern is Avery Rogers. Our executive producer is Alex. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here. Our podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.